Well, let's head overseas now. And you may have noticed that COVID cases are surging in China once again, nearly three years after the first case was reported in Wuhan. Uh, Cases hit record daily highs in the country this week with more than 31,000 infections. It means a return to a range of strict measures under the so-called zero COVID policy from as far south as Guangzhou, which is down near Hong Kong, all the way up to Beijing, um, which is also under a form of lockdown tonight as they try to control uh, the spread. That means lockdowns, mass testing, quarantines for those suspected of having come into contact with the virus. And it's being met with anger. In some places, this is the sound of a protest over COVID-19 measures by workers at Foxconn's iPhone factory in the central city of Zhengzhou. Hard to hard to overstate how important that factory is to the iPhone. Some 200,000 people work there. Uh, they assembled the majority of the iPhones sold globally, uh, and there was some. They were trying to keep productivity up, and they had to put in some measures. And workers were unhappy about them. So, why are we seeing another spike in cases? Is patience running thin with zero COVID policies in the country? Joining me now is Yan Zhong Huang. He's director a director with the Center for Global Health Studies at Seton Hall University and a senior fellow for global health at the Council on Foreign Relations. He's in Australia tonight. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Um, why are we seeing a sudden jump now, do you think? Well, I think uh, in a way, you know, this surge of the case is not surprising right? because uh, uh, it is right after the um, softening of the zero COVID measures. You know, then the uh, government certainly they want to retighten those measures, but in a way the genie is already out of the bottle. Uh, right. So we, we're seeing the rapid spread of the cases in many more localities. Um, where are we at with vaccines in China that right now? Great question. That uh, the um, the vaccines have never been considered a major policy tool in um, China's. Um, uh, implementing the zero COVID policy uh, because the local governments you know, feel like it's more efficient to rely on mass PCR testing and uh, snap lockdowns to uh, cut the transmission chain. Uh, that also might reflect how you know this, this lack of confidence of their own vaccines actually uh, have contributed to the um, uh, the relatively uh, low vaccination rate among the elderly, you know, which is interestingly used by the government to sustain, to justify the sustaining of zero COVID approach. So over the past three months, we have barely seen any changes but in uh, the vaccination rate among the elderly. Um, I think beginning 10 years ago, they started to promote this inhaled vaccine uh, as a booster shot. So although you know, how effective it is remains not very clear. Do you see, I mean, the Foxconn situation was was unique <laughs> to some extent um but we seem to I, there was you know there was a picture there was images coming out of guangzhou last week as well of factory workers there upset because i guess in trying to maintain productivity while having these lockdowns 
uh, they're running into a situation where people are, are running out of patience to some extent with, with the strict zero COVID measures, specifically when it comes to a work environment, I get the impression. Yeah, I think what is happening in Foxconn you know, cannot be directly attributed to uh, zero COVID, but it's a result of the spillover effects of the pursue, pursuit of zero COVID approach because they want to recruit you know, more fact, uh, the, the workers you know, to feel like this, the, uh, the shortages of uh, the, the workers because of the exodus you know, uh, some time ago, you know, they uh, responding to the poor working conditions and the you know the fear of COVID, right? Uh, and then this bait and switch strategy, you know, the, uh, apparently you know the frustrated uh, the workers that led to this protest, you know. But uh, clearly, they epitomizes you know that uh, rising social discontent in China, especially. Uh, the way those 20 new measures released by the government sort of emboldened, right, the, those who are against the zero COVID policy, right, to rely on more vocal, you know, more even violent means, you know, to show their dissatisfaction. It feels like three, I mean, we're nearly three years now since that first case was reported. I guess it was December 31st, uh, 2019. It feels like China is moving now on an almost completely different track from the rest of the world when it comes to COVID and how to tackle it. Oh, absolutely right. If you uh, look at the, even uh, those countries that uh, also pursued like a quasi you know, zero COVID policy, they all moved away from this approach. So China is basically swimming against a tide, you know. But uh, you know, I think to the uh, central leader who still believes possible to contain the spread of the virus, you know, that uh, uh, the, um, I think they might have a different way of rationalize, you know, this strategy in that if they are able to uh, contain by the spread of the virus or keep the infection at the low level until the end of the pandemic, then the uh, Chinese government can still claim they are the winner, right, uh, in uh, this fight against the virus. You know, their political system remains uh, superior uh, to liberal democracies. Sure. I guess it just feels like, I mean, you know, that China has been kind of shut down now. You can't really travel there. Um, a lot of Chinese are not traveling abroad at this point in time because of it feels like in some ways that COVID is being used in some ways to isolate the country and isolate isolate people themselves as the rest of the world has kind of moved on. Now, not to say that the pandemic is over, um, but but it is it has been curious to, to see China and Xi Jinping clearly stick to the zero COVID policy so doggedly for so long. Well, yeah, if you look at just the, the, the 20th Party Congress, the political report given by President Xi, right, uh, he sent a clear message, right, China will continue reform, will continue to open up. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the the problem is that if you, this the implementation of zero COVID discouraged, you know, the foreigners from within China and also discouraged the Chinese from going abroad because even though they had the chance to have the chance to visiting other countries, you know, they still would face by right, those, you know, uh, the the core long this, you know, this mandatory quarantine period, right? The uh, after their return. 
I guess this is not going to change, right? We've seen this other spike. They're going to go back to the mass testing as they have, the lockdowns, all the usual playbook. And I I guess it's going to stay that way for the foreseeable future because it doesn't feel like, given the variants, it doesn't feel like like COVID's going anywhere either, especially not if your way of combating it is to try and contain it. Absolutely, but there's no sign but that the zero COVID policy itself is going to uh, change anytime soon. All the top leader is changing the, the, this zero COVID mentality. But now we're certainly face like this rapidly shifting policy landscape. You know that. Uh, uh, and with this, you know, surge of cases, with the rising social discontent, you know, and the, the uh, uh, increasing damage to the economy, I, I think uh, it will still be, you know, a matter of time, you know, before China have to seriously consider uh, moving away from this approach. Yeah, Zhang Huang, uh, thank you for taking the time while you're on, while you're away in Australia. Much appreciated for uh, tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you.